right, I, I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts. I'm D. This is my accountant, AJ. We're coming at you with Season 7, Episode 6, God and Murder, Part 1. We're returning some good old-fashioned religious extremism this week, so put on your Pope hat. Find us on Instagram, Patreon, and PointsOfPressure.com. Let's get to it! Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. So is this just a word-for-word detailing of the Old Testament? Oh, it's spoiled, yeah. Ah, damn, sorry. In the beginning. Something about a Tower of Babylon sodoming all over someone's Gomorrah. Something about alphas and omegas. Yeah. Maybe a couple betas. Oh, no. (laughs) That that whole, like, I am the alpha and, and omega beginning of the end, that whole thing is the driving quote for the video game Fallout 3. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, it's like, I will drink from the waters of life, or something like that. I don't I don't remember the whole thing, but it's like... Wow, fake fan. <laughs> fake fan, yeah. No, you start in that game as a baby. You witness your own birth, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and your father raises you. Single dad. Hey, shout out to all my single fathers yeah, out there. Shout out to single pops. Um, Like my dad. <laughs> 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 and he like reads this quote to you and it turns out that's actually just like his life goal is to purify water because you know it's a post apocalypse and the human race <laughs> no because it's a post apocalyptic you know place with radiation yeah. and all the water spoiler alert not really there is a faction who wants honestly the game's been out for like what 15 don't years remind me at this point it's been a long time there is a faction in the game who actually you can work with to introduce a special like chemical that they've developed to make into all gay. of the purified water to do the opposite to actually destroy anything that has any type of mutated DNA Jesus. which would basically kill everything on the planet except for that faction because they've been hiding in bunkers forever and are make oh, sure their DNA is pure Jesus Christ because they're the continuity of government program essentially fucking hell yeah and you know uh wasteland 3 they mm-hmm. got the Reagan guys. Yeah. This is very similar. Oh yeah, like, group. It's the I'm enclave. Sure so they're of, like, oh, we're America. We're the best. They have a robo president who's like, this is the AI who's got all of the presidents like conscious. All the presidents we chose, yeah. consciousness is in there, oh, and they like make the best decisions. And yeah, it's it's great. Go play that game. Turn I off this. To. No I, wait, play I it while listening to, to this. Yeah. Do it if you're gonna play it. Let me know because we'll we'll mod it so it has iron sights. Because oh. in the original game, it's you're holding the gun out, and then if you hit like the aim down sight button, your head just, just moves a little bit closer. Oh, so I thought it, I same. thought it was just straight into vats every time. No, it's basically just moving your head forward <laughs> just a just little, little bit. bit. Of a look. You <laughs> it's, just it's a squint your eyes button. Yeah, so good. It's uh, closing your left eye. That's all that it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. No, and they, that God, that game. There's a lot of stuff where they're like, hey, this is like the the best and favorite character from Fallout 1 from the 90s or Fallout 2. Let's make you kill them. <laughs> <laughs> or Christ. or just, just crazy shit like that. It's really good. Hell yeah. Almost as good as New Vegas. All right, to, sorry. I just I completely you're good. derailed yeah, that. You're, you're okay. No sweat. It's just started the episode. How was your week? Oh, you know. 
Just another week. It's been a week. Yeah, we're just made some pizza. Made year. some bread. Yeah. Uh, played some video games. There you go. All that matters. Keep returning to a dead game just to get shit on every every time. Bada bing. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you. Uh, you know, just pushing on through yeah. fucking twenty twenty four, man. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Been a year. Not a good one, but it's been a year. Uh, speaking of a year, I think this is our 200th episode. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I think we talked, you and I talked about this last week. This is our 200th episode. It's coming up soon. I think uh, it's coming up soon. I'm pretty sure it's this one. No. Next one? Next one. Next episode. And that, but that, that does okay. count the sloppy seconds that have been released. Okay. Well, regardless, 200 released episodes. A little heads up to everybody. Um, Keep an eye on our Instagram in the next couple of weeks. Uh, More details to come. Yeah, we've got something uh, coming out. Keep an eye out for it, and uh, we'll talk a lot more about it next week on the 200th episode. Oh, shit. That's why this is a part one. Not really. Yeah. Um, and I will, I swear to God, I will get back to Butchers of Bosnia. I'm not splitting off and doing, oh, hey, part one of a 15-part series, no, and no, I'm going to do this to myself. this is a one of two. Yeah, this is a one of two um, because I found an article that pointed me to a really funny side of this story, which is fucked up that there's a funny side of this story. <laughs> um, oh, no. I'll get to it next week because oh, so you get the sad stuff yeah, this week. Part right. one is really just kind of like building up to next week. Oh, the next hilarity week's, next week. Next week's going to be just a fucking shit show, but yeah, I will be referencing an ESPN article next week. So. Oh, well, strap in. in, in, yeah. in the episode two of God <laughs> yeah. and Murder. Yeah, it, trust me. It's off the it wall. It links up. Yeah. It connects. It was. I was going to do its own thing, and then I was like, Man, we haven't fucking talked about this. I need to fucking talk about this event first, and then I can talk about what happened. So okay, okay. So yeah. you know, maybe you have a couple of friends, yeah, other than us, that you can, yeah, you that's know, more than I have, who you want to join you on this roller coaster of our two part series. Yeah. Maybe just you know send them a link. Yeah, shoot it their way. Say hey, if you want to learn about God and murder. This Check is it, it out. Yeah, this is the one. Um, send it to all your religious yeah, fundamentalist send friends. Send it to all of your religious fundament- fundamentalist friends and send them one of our posts on Instagram. She works yeah. really hard on it. Find our Instagram. They look at, great. At Points of Pressure. Uh, she does a lot and she's done some fucking amazing work. Yeah, lately. some great video content on there too. And- some throwback Thursdays that. <laughs> made me maybe blush a little bit yeah um, oh that was a good one but yeah go to our instagram check it out uh we would really appreciate it and she deserves all the credit in the world and go to our patreon uh patreon.com forward slash points of pressure we do an exclusive episode a month we also have free tiers on there that we don't give you fucking anything right now but we will in the future so now there's some stuff on there. Go check that stuff out. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. And if you can't afford it, don't worry about it. Just sign up for free tier. Yeah, go sign up. Okay, so I'll email you if you do. Yeah, uh, we're gonna hop right in because I feel like this is gonna be a long one. Oh no! Then why, then why we talk I'm for an blitz hour before through these, this? Or I'm gonna blitz through these fucking notes, which I don't think is gonna happen. 
uh, and it'll be a 15 minute discussion. So, I mean, that's fine. Uh, we're going to take a trip back. 1931, Indiana. Is this, did I write these notes? <laughs> Most of my stories start in 1931, no, Indiana. Uh, nothing to do with World War II. I don't believe you. Enough. Uh, I mentioned World War II one time, and it's an inconsequential event, actually. Boom, World War II episode. Uh, So, 1931 Indiana, fucking shithole as it is today. Is it Gary, Indiana? (laughs) No, it's, uh, I think, Lynn. Lynn, Indiana? So, just as bad. Lindiana? Yeah, yeah, Lindiana. Super, super Christian family. No! Uh, They give birth to a nice old baby boy. Papa Poob. James. Oh. Close. Uh, now, Dad is a disabled World War One vet, uh, and he he's he's got like a bad fucking lung problem from all that all the, all all the, the shit that he inhaled, all the <laughs> fucking Zyklon before it was Zyklon, uh, and Mom just doesn't know how to raise a kid doesn't give a fuck about raising a kid she's like whatever this thing exists i i shit it out here we are whatever it sounds like my grandfather's family right holy crap that's uh what we're talking about today (laughs) yeah to be honest she did not give a fuck about this this kid james um and both parents kind of hands off both just really down on their luck in all honesty like they can't fucking catch a break they can't keep regular jobs good thing they had a it's kid. a fucking like the depression is going on yeah. uh they're so, literally in the dust bowl uh, like what the f- uh they kind of just leave their leave james to his own devices um mind you like he like he survives yeah <laughs> uh, okay but yeah like in into becoming a toddler and everything he just he just, they're like, fuck it, do your own thing. That's the best um, way to raise a child. Yeah. Uh, they lose their house uh, and end up living in, you know, the ye old Indiana shack. So a Hoover shack, yeah. a Hooverville. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's kind of just where James grows up. Uh, he wanders around naked most days outside because, I mean, what are you going to do in a shack? So he wanders around town, Lynn, Indiana, little fucking toddler dick out, just chilling. And Roman he kind the streets. of yeah, he kind of relies on the neighbors to take care of him, because uh, mom and dad aren't. And um, yeah, they're they're like, oh, you know, it's the little fucking naked boy that wanders around. We'll give him some food. We'll put a blanket on his shoulders. They're, they're whatever, treating him like a dog. Home. Yeah, honestly. Um, and yeah, he's just a troublemaker. Like he grows up and he's just, just a piece of shit kid. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Like it's (laughs) like, it's fair. I don't blame James. Um, and, uh, a lot of people are kind of just like, what's this kid's fucking problem? Cause he's young, but he has this weird affinity to death. Um, he'll talk about like, oh, this thing died. He sees like fucking dead animals all over the place. It's Indiana. Everything dies there. Uh, yeah. And 
Yeah, he's just obsessed with death at a I was going to say, immediately when you were talking about the parents just neglecting him, I was like, oh, that's a great way to, to raise a sociopath. Yeah, great way to raise a Christian. Yeah, a Christian sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so over the course of a few years, uh, as James kind of becomes like just, like you said, the stray dog of this community, um, <laughs> one lady is just like, I mean, it's it's the 30s. So she's like, this boy needs some Jesus. And she gives James a Bible. She's a Westboro Baptist, though. Yeah. Funny enough, no, I'm not talking about Westboro Baptist. I was actually going to do a story, like, when I was looking for stuff to do today, I was going to do the story of their founder. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Save that. Have you, Do you know his history? Not entirely. It's <laughs> nothing, like, crazy. Um the Westboro Baptist churches. Yeah, um, I'm not going to talk about to. anything that they've done because fuck them. I will talk about it in a full episode and shit all over a minute. Um, but yeah, like literally was like had that page pulled up, was reading through his stuff, had like four articles about him pulled up. And I was like, OK, let's fucking do this. And then I saw this other one and was like, oh, my God, I forgot all about this. And so I uh, perfect. Weird. So I will be talking about him in the future. Um, so yeah, uh, kid gets, he's given a little Bible. She's like, study this, figure it the fuck out and put some pants on. Uh, and he, he does, he studies away. Uh, the only thing is now he doesn't shut the fuck up about death and religion. Um, and, uh, because of that, he starts visiting like, regularly this local casket manufacturing company oh, I, I was just gonna say the local morgue <laughs> pretty close yeah uh and he's just asking questions all the fucking time so what happens to the bodies in the ground did you hear about jesus yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> he's like the annoying kid oh, on polar shit. express but about death and god Ugh. uh half of that's cool he he it's holds the god part <laughs> he holds funerals for roadkill and while he's at school, he'll be like, hey, we're having a funeral for this dead possum I passed on the side of the road on the way to school today. And the kids are like, what the fuck is wrong with you, James? And he's like, nothing. It's what God would want. And no one would ever show up to these little roadkill funerals. Um, I wonder he why. Would, he would still ha hold his service. He'd be, you know, doing a eulogy for <laughs> something that died to like. A falcon? I don't fucking know. Like, just a weird goddamn kid. Um, at one point, there's an account of him stabbing a cat to death just so that he could perform funeral rites. Oh, there so we go. So that's ethical. Hold <laughs> um, on. Next, you're gonna tell me he was wetting his bed and oh, I don't know. He's hitting about that, that McDonald triad. Uh, Oof. No, it gets better. So okay, so he stabbed a cat to death because he's yeah. so obsessed with the process of. The funeral. Yeah, preaching funeral rites. Yeah, this kid this, fucks with death. This kid is completely mentally stable, yeah. and I expect him to one day be in the White House. Yeah, uh, we might get there. We'll see. Uh, the history of Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah, kidding. yeah. Uh, and his hot-ass wife. He's known for telling anybody that would listen, uh, hey, you know, Susie down the street, don't know if you know this, I am an angel of death. And Susie's Ooh. like- the fuck and he goes Ooh. you know because i'm an angel of death i can actually fly as well he starts making these outlandish claims of like what the fuck he can do and he's like i have these 
superpowers given to me by God. And okay, okay. He's a kid. Okay, he's still so, a kid at this point. So we're seeing anybody who's seen a true crime documentary, a good one at least. It's a couple, couple, couple <laughs> red flags. A couple red flags, especially with the you know having the religious twang on them really doesn't help. But now it's grandiose, grand, grandiose, grand, grandiose, grandiose ideas. Yeah. Oh, the kid's better. D- is he schizophrenic I'm too? I'm excited because you have no idea where the uh, fuck I'm going. He's, I mean, he stabbed uh, a cat and he's telling, oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's, okay, headed, okay. he's headed in the he's, right direction. He's headed in the right direction to have a Netflix documentary about him. Bada bing. Uh, or so, a podcast episode about him. Hey, <gasps> oh my God, he made it. Um, Tells, tells a bunch of kids he can fly, so one day he sets up a little gathering. Climbs up on top of a roof, and they're like, you can't fly, James. You can't fucking fly. And he goes, I am an angel of death. Probably spits out some weird murderous sermon and jumps off. Falls, breaks his arm, and uh, it was kind of just like the big joke. And it kind of... it. Makes him so that instead of, in my eyes, I can't guarantee that this is exactly what happened, but I would imagine at this point, he kind of made a fool out of himself, and he has a lot more angst in him now. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, let's let us let the religious kid who has all these dark feelings, yeah. now, who's already Suddenly an outcast, self-conscious about now it. be bullied. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um, Jesus. He starts to act up. Uh, no. And he start like, he'll still work with the church. He'll still do a bunch with the church, but- uh, He starts stabbing he'll, women. He'll switch out, like, <laughs> holy water with his own piss. Uh, oh, God. He, he steals super often, and his mom is just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, get fucked. Deal with it. Yeah, take him Literally. to jail, then I don't have to worry about him. Yeah, people, people in the neighborhood are like, this kid's a fucking menace. He's like, oh, hey- fucking dipshit Don like he just calls people like shitty names and people are like what the fuck is this kid's problem and his mom is like well you are dipshit Don so get fucked <laughs> nice um and yeah it just <laughs> he's just a crude little fucking troublemaker in the 1930s and 40s uh little hellion and when he was well, interviewed boys will be boys right when he was fuck off uh <laughs> When he was interviewed years later, like decades later, uh, he says, I was ready to kill by the end of the third grade. Uh, I was so aggressive and hostile. Nobody gave me any love, any understanding. In those days, a parent was supposed to go with a child to school functions. Everybody's parent was there but mine. I'd be standing there alone. Always was alone. Uh, So I'm sure you can imagine where this episode is headed. Uh, mm, he either fucks or kills or both his mother. <laughs> nah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't, I, That's just the vibes. So you his, know? his parents end up getting a divorce, and his dad's like, "I want nothing to do with this little hellion." And she's like, "Fine, I'll take him in." And they get cut off from the family. They go broke. He's basically just more broke. Completely fucked. They were in yeah. a shack. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Imagine me more broke than a shack. Dad get got to keep the shack. Like that's <laughs> yeah. how fucking bad this guy. Dad, Dad got the shack in the divorce. <laughs> uh, as he's growing up, he's in like middle school, high school age now. Uh, he gets his hands on works by Hitler, Stalin, no. Marx, and okay. Gandhi. So he's, wow, he's kind of got this. He's kind of got a, an is, array of of 
That is a very wide yeah. range of ideologies. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Uh, but gets big into ideology. And uh, he he was actually known for, at the time, for saying that he was impressed with Hitler's suicide because they were never able to to catch him. Yeah, they were. he got away with it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. which is this kid's dream. Yeah, I, because, I mean, look at Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Look at the life he was able to live. <laughs> you know, Eagle's Nest, the beautiful house in the Alps, <laughs> the Frauleins, yeah, money, the food. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to get caught. Bang. <laughs> I Oh, I lived most of my yeah. adult healthy life. Bang. Wow. Th- this seems I'm like an a, old man. This Bang. seems like it'll be an easy way out in the future. Uh, now... Because of his interest in ideologies, um, not and, saying that I relate to this kid. I don't agree with that idea. I <laughs> uh, fair. <laughs> I would hope not. Um, he focuses so like yeah, he does read Hitler and Stalin. He gets like big into both of them. It's like the mid forties at this point. Uh, he ends up getting a hell of a lot more into the ideology of Marx and Gandhi, though. Um, Leaning more towards, like, not just, like, Marxism, but he's just like, I fuck with communism. Well, yeah, because, look, his life would be so much better if he was in that system. Yeah, exactly. Straight up. And then because of his extremely heavy beliefs in following everything to the T in the Bible, it it kind of, like... It, it makes him so much more Christian than any fucking current Christian. Well, yeah, I, I was just going to say. Christianity and communism should go hand in hand, but they fucking don't. I was don't. just going to say that. If you follow the, you know, the ah. teachings of the Bible, you're way closer to a socialist or a communist than anything else. Yeah. I will preface this next section that I talk about. Uh, although he does have progressive views, keep in mind he stabbed this a cat. man is a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, this dude is fucked yeah, up. James, James has some some fucking problems. What's his last name? Oh, uh, we'll get to that. Oh, uh, oh no. Uh, so, yeah, gets big into the Bible, becomes like this religious extremist, um, and uh, through his high school, he actually Wait. like all through high school. Shut up! Don't don't say anything. There, all, I, there are a couple James that I'm aware of okay. in history, but I don't, I don't think I'm on it. Yeah, I've got to be wrong. Um, through all of high school, he wears like his Sunday fucking best. Uh, he gets made fun of all the time, but he'll like get after other students about like drinking and oh my fucking God. dancing. So he wasn't even fun at parties. No, no, he's like, he's like, you guys shouldn't be smoking. You shouldn't be drinking. You shouldn't, you shouldn't even be, be dancing. dancing. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Dancing talking, is of the devil. Yeah, I'm actually talking about the main character, Footloose. Uh, Whoa. The dad, I guess, the or dad. something. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch it. I've never seen it. <laughs> years ago, I've seen it. Um, he he comes to despise racism and the Ku Klux Klan. Okay, um, okay, one point up. His dad is like an active paying member of the Indiana Ku Klux Klan. Okay, one point and down. And his dad is pissed, but he's like, Get fucked. Like, why do we hate people for something as basic as color? That's stupid as shit. And his dad's like, you get the fuck out of my shack. <laughs> Go back to the alley where you and your mom live. Uh, that's kind of his whole high school experience is just, again, further and further pushed out of everything. 
Um, and he ends up going to Indiana University. Strangely enough, uh, it's the 50s, so... Oh, so it's free. Well, late 40s, so anybody can become anything they want. He ends up getting a... He becomes a doctor. No. Uh, and he gets married to his longtime girlfriend. Like a, a medical doctor? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Great. Christ. Uh, ends up getting married to his longtime girlfriend who was a Methodist. However... Uh, he kind of goes to the doctor around, and then he's like, yeah, I just don't think this is for me. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not like he had to like pay very much for it. Yeah. So, um, I can't kill small animals. What do you mean I can't kill people as a doctor? What the no, fuck are you uh, talking about? I have about? to go to vet school? Yeah. I have to, fi- ah. I have to figure out, I have to like figure out how to do lobotomies. Like there's a technical way to do this. Nah, I thought never I'd just mind. stab in there. Uh, what do you mean I can't masturbate the women anymore? <laughs> right? Um, yeah, a girl finds him somehow attractive and interesting. Uh, she's Methodist. He is, uh, where did I have it? Episcopalian. <laughs> uh, mm, pretty fucking close. Uh, Pentecostal. So way better. Oh, I, I, I thought I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought Wait, you went bad? No, He's no, bad. I was... I isn't Episcopalian vegetarian, but you can eat fish. Oh, I thought you said a uh, Episcopalian. No, right. no, Episcopalian. Oh, <laughs> which is yeah, vegetarian just, with fish or something yeah, like vegetarian, that. Vegetarian, you eat fish. <laughs> um, it's all I'm the just same. Shocked that it was oh, that close. Same. Yeah, you were close. Uh, and because she's Methodist, and because he's a nutcase, they argue religion pretty regularly. That's but, a great thing to go into a relationship yeah, right. with. He would respond in like the typical mid-century husband manner by beating her down emotionally and psychologically like every good Christian. Perfect. Uh, he would, from time to time, test her loyalty and love for him. Oh, uh, God. By just breaking news to her that her family and friends have died randomly and she would have an emotional breakdown and they go... Okay, uh, he'd comfort the shit out of her. He'd be like, oh, babe, I'm so sorry. Actually, that didn't really happen, but at least I was here for you. Wait, so that that's like, <laughs> that's another level of yeah. of abuse. Like, it's, it's, it's like he wants to be the savior almost. Yeah. Jim, Jim is not a good fucking dude. Jim, James, whatever the fuck you want to call him, not a good guy. Oh, no. Uh, that's like... That is so abusive. It's hey, so fucked hey, up. Everybody out out there, if anything like that happens to you, leave them. Yeah, walk away. Yeah, like if, they don't. They don't need a text. They don't need a yeah, discussion. No. Grab your stuff when they're gone and leave. Yeah. Um, that's that. What the fuck? Right? Uh, now because of his heavily communist ideology in the 1950s, uh. He slips onto the FBI's radar. Uh, oh, of course. <laughs> once they, he begins, they got a file. Once he begins attending communist gatherings, uh, he figures, you know, the best way that I can practice my newfound love for communism, well, not really newfound, my- Ancient, baked in. Yeah, <laughs> cooked into my body and brain love for communism, uh, he goes- I shouldn't be a doctor. I should be a fucking minister. I should be a pastor. I should, I should, you know, preach. 
It's what I've been trying to do his is whole this, life. Is this into the 60s? Uh, 50s? This is 50s, yeah. Okay. Um, he he starts studying. Uh, You're a real bitch, you know that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because you don't know, because I haven't said who it is? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, if I'm right... I'm I'm slowly formulating a guess. If I'm you're, right, I mean, if you're right at this you. point, good on you. Um, he eventually gets kicked out of where he's studying in this like specific church. Um, he gets relieved of his Methodist pastor position for stealing church funds. However, well, he's redistributing it to the poor. He's a communist. If you're writing down who you think it is, I'm not going to give you an answer. Um, no, no, I it's I'm putting it down now so I have it documented. If I get oh, it right, this is the biggest snipe okay. of all time. Uh. Now, I mean, based on you, you, I would be amazed if you didn't know who this was. Um, he's stealing church funds. They relieve him. But he says, you know, it's because I'm introducing more and more black people into the congregation, which is true. He is doing a lot for introducing black communities and integration into these churches. And people are like. Yo, what's what's James fucking problem? And he's like, why would we fucking hate them? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, he moves into Pentecostalism, which is kind of slowly dying out. And that's what draws him into that even further. Uh, and mind you, Pentecost Pentecostals are the type who believe in, like, the divine healing. Yeah, Like, yeah. get up here, oh, you have the cancer, I'm gonna pull the cancer There's out so of many you. episodes of the X-Files on that. Um, <laughs> Faith healing, fuck yeah. <laughs> right? And James kind of grasps onto that. He's like, this is my thing, man. Like, yeah, I, I'm an angel of death, well, but maybe I could be an angel of life. He's kind of, he's, he's good at being in front of crowds yeah. when he's not jumping off of it's roofs. Charismatic. Um... And he kind of starts integrating these beliefs with communism into his sermons, anti-racism, which is just weird for the Christian community at the time. And well, currently, and, still. <laughs> um, and he ends up becoming incredibly popular in Indiana. Um, he's bouncing from church to church and speaking and people are like, holy shit, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, he ends up creating his own church, the People's Temple. Um. And good old Jim Jones uh, and the People's Temple moves onto the scene in the mid 1950s. All right, I'm gonna, right, I'm gonna tell you this. Is I it, said in my head, I said it's Jim Jones. The second I said, oh, "What's yeah. his last name?" You said, oh, "We'll get to that." Yeah. Immediately, I was like, "James." It's, it's Jim, because Jim I Jones. said fucking Jim earlier. No, I shouldn't no. Have said before Jim. that, even before that, like literally when you said when I asked what his last name was, you said, "We'll get to that." I'm like, uh. "Oh." It's Jim. It's, oh, yeah. It's so it's Jim fucking Jones. clear. And it if you don't know who Jim Jones is, Woo! that's okay. I had no idea of his life. Yeah. His, we have, his upbringing is bad. Uh, yeah. We've talked about the stuff around him a yeah. couple of times in just little parts. Yeah. Nothing this big. Yeah. We've mentioned uh, it. We've always wanted to do an episode on it. Yeah. You'll know what it is by have, the end of the ha, episode. Uh, imagine if he was raised in a loving household. Imagine the we good wouldn't know he could who have he done. was. We, we uh, have maybe? no idea who the fuck he was. If if he still had his anti-racism and stuff, he I, very well could have been a civil rights leader. I think if he wasn't mm -hmm. in like such a shitty situation, he wouldn't have turned to those things to for sure. Yet. I think honestly, in this in this instance, I think it's nature or nurture so much more yeah, over nature. It's gotta be. I think he was a shitty kid, but 
he was in a bad fucking well, position. Yeah. Horrible. And he wasn't going to get out of it. Um, yeah. So the People's Temple, I'll get into it later as to everything that goes on with this. If you don't know what it is, that is okay. If you don't know who Jim Jones is, that is okay. I you didn't will know, know he was by that the old end of too. this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was like 10 years older or yeah. you younger. You think he was born in like 1915, like. No, no, the other soon. way. Oh, you thought it was Yeah, I, I thought no. he was younger. Nah. Uh, yeah. And people, the People's Temple kind of grows more and more. Um, mind you, it's not anything big, but because of how churches are set up right now, like these are like extremely, extremely local things. And so to have like 20 people that are a part of your church is like, whoa. Like, that's, that's pretty good that's for a good amount know, of fucking bumfuck people. Bumfuck small town Indiana. Yeah. Um, and he ends up getting in good with the Independent Assemblies of God and the Latter Rain movement, um, both of which are basically just Christian coalitions that, like, they more or less are like a contact service for people that are searching for churches. Like, okay. they'll put on those events and be like, hey, we'll, we'll invite... All of these preachers and the preachers just all stand on soapboxes and are like, oh, like, join mine. Um, mm -hmm. They also, if you contact them and say, hey, you know, I'm Methodist. This is this is my address. They go, OK, go through their index. And they're like, this is this is who go you here. would go yeah. to. Um, so they're like a like big, big company for connections or like big yeah it's networking before networking for everybody churches. had a phone oh my god yeah uh and it's it's huge for jim like this is this is where you know it starts to kind of take off because not only is he able to reach out to more members he's also able to kind of get a feel for what other churches are doing to draw people in and it shapes what he begins doing um and uh he ends up working really closely with a guy named father divine um now father divine is like same same thing with the whole you know divine healing and everything is father divine like a it kind of sounds like a stripper name but for a minister <laughs> yeah basically um now father divine is an african-american that is preaching in the Indiana area. And I think that that's one of the reasons why Jim kind of attached to him. Cause it's like at the time you're not going to have any, anybody that's like, Oh, I want to go and learn from a black preacher because it's so accosted at the time. Like any yeah. kind of integration is just going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, it's, it's allowing him to practice what he's preaching. Yeah. And I think that, uh, Jim kind of sees that as, you know, this guy's got a hold over a lot of people because uh, Father Divine teaches and in his sermons talks about how he is God. Woo. Father Divine. Oh, he's plants, like he's like out there. Plants the fucking seed in Jim Jones's brain. Like wow. it's bad news bears That's, from here on I, out. Like. Do you think that's where he got a lot of his ideas? Um, like, I think that he probably had them, but I think but seeing that somebody at, Father Divine was kind of the thing that he was like, holy shit, I can I can come out and say that? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, like like um, seeing somebody actually 
doing yeah, what actually he has saying ideas out, yeah, of and being saying, successful. Saying the quiet part out loud that yeah. he's always thought. Um, Ooh, that's, so that's interesting. He, he works directly under Father Divine uh, and just gets all the ins and outs and everything. And uh, he, when he goes back to his sects, whenever Father Divine isn't there, he starts preaching that, you know, men can become gods with, like, superpowers, bro. Like if you're like if you're really good, angel of death. Yeah, you can you can become as powerful as God, but still be a man here on Earth. Um, and he goes, "I'm already one of them." Ooh, just slip that in there. Yeah, I I know. Cause don't know I've if you guys in. know this, but I already have those. That's why I'm able to do these these fucking divine healing things. Uh, and. More and more people start to kind of slip towards Jim Jones and his really wild, wild preaching, um, but also progressive preaching. Yeah, because he is integrating different races. He is saying, hey, you know, I don't want to say the word communism out loud, but maybe we should all be working collectively. Maybe yeah. we should all be doing what. The good Lord Jesus taught and put our fucking money where our mouths are and put everything together. Take all our seeds and sow up all the vegetables and put them in the middle of the city and everybody feeds from the same place. And we can all feast. And we can all eat. And Brother Johnson down the road isn't starving anymore because he's eating Sister Maxine's grain. It sounds like a great fucking thing a, in the 1950s, a, a doesn't it? a collective utopia, it sounds like. I got to clip out that little fucking preacher moment and just no, put it on, that's great. on yeah, Instagram yeah. so that we get shut the fuck down. That would be, I was just thinking, like, we need to come up with a short film yeah, where man. you're a preacher. Yeah. I think just, you could do it. I'm just doing that, like, creepy old style black and white filming mm -hmm. and I'm preaching. And I've shaved my face, though. We'll, we'll, wanna, we'll use I AI. And I can't handle seeing other chins that aren't covered in hair. Well, you'll lose like I'll, 10 that'll years. That'll break me. It'll it's break like me. if if I shave, I I am suddenly 11, <laughs> my voice goes higher, my balls pop back up inside. I won't, I won't gain 10 years. Like I'll just look fucking No, you look young. You remember Yeah. Yeah, one time true, you shaved yeah. a little too close on one that's side true, and you had to go I did. Thin. Yeah, that's you true. You looked young. Yeah. You looked so I mean, I, mean, I did, like you look I did old. get a haircut, so I I'm not fugly anymore according Yeah, according to, my to your girlfriend. She won't listen to this. <laughs> uh yeah, it it draws more and more people in mm -hmm. and suddenly uh, into the late 1950s, uh, we have uh, Jim Jones running a church that has roughly 70 people in it. That's pretty good. That's pretty big for the time big. and the place. Yeah. 70 people that are like, I'm down, I'm down with fucking socialism. No, no, you can't say that part out loud. The <laughs> no, FBI wiretaps. Don't wire say taps. the C word. From uh, <laughs> from Operation Dragnet will get you. Um, yeah, he's got he's got quite the fucking following. He's gaining more and more traction. He's speaking at more events because people are going to these other churches and being like, you know, he cured me of my pneumonia when I was dying. Well, and yeah, I I, like, I couldn't. Uh, nothing else is helping. You get the doctors couldn't people. help me, and Fuck. Jim Jones put his hands on my on my face and. 
I the, the pneumonia was pulled right out of my chest. And people are like, you know, I know them and I know that they were struggling, but they sound just fine now. That's crazy. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Word's getting out. And Jim Jones and the People's Temple is starting to grow. Also, uh, the other thing that's kind of helping with this, I think I get into it a little bit later, um, but he kind of, it's interesting, he incorporates other churches' names with the People's Temple. Like, uh, where the fuck was it? Um, I might have removed it, but they basically like incorporate the name of another church, like the fucking popular Indiana Church Baptist people's temple and so i think that that helps to confuse people to show up they're like oh yeah this is my shit this is cool and they get more people to join that way he does it a few times i just don't remember i thought i had it written down in here where he'd done it but okay so he's like uh he's doing an old swindle yeah yeah ye old twist a rooney but Um, dude imagine like 70 people devoted to one cause obviously not necessarily this one but 70 people that are showing up every to, Sunday. To work a garden. Yeah. To live near each other. To help with maintenance yeah. to each other. And it hasn't gotten to like bake bread. Fully, to it hasn't like, gotten entirely yeah, yeah, it's not like a, this like, like a, it will. But, yeah, it's not a fenced-in community. But just having, you know, 70 backyard gardens. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, I got a bunch of extra of this. I'm going to go. Four mothers out of 70 people that are like, hey, you know, we're going to split watching the kids. Yeah. Over like, the course of the week. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer why gonna people at that time drawing, period would join. It's going to start drawing more and more people in. Like yeah. this, isn't, this isn't a very terribly populated area that this is happening in. 70 people is a lot of fucking yeah, people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Um, uh, going back to Father Divine just a little bit, in 1965, this is just kind of like a fun little anecdote. Ooh. Um, Jim, or in 1965, Father Divine died. Um, and Jim actually took that as an opportunity. Uh, he came out and was preaching and started preaching that he is a reincarnation of Father Divine. So get that he all could those potentially people. get Father Divine's people in. Which, because of his his preaching with integration between races, there's an actual chance that that could have happened. Those people are going to have been like, yo, he's right. And he has members that are the same color as me, and I'm not allowed in these other white churches. Why not move over to Jim Jones's shit? It didn't work, though. Yeah. Um, well, I was just thinking, I don't think he knows what reincarnation is. I don't think you can no, he, be reincarnated I don't, I don't as someone. I don't think he does either. I think more or less, like, he probably preached, you know, I'm the reincarnation. Yeah, or because like nobody his, in Indiana knew or, what reincarnation or was. Or his whole thing is, you know, his spirit is in me and yeah. like Father Divine is here. But it nobody fell no. for it. Oh, no? Yeah. Didn't work? Nobody from Father yeah. Divine's oh, church really? came over. Yeah. Really? You mean pre-fucking uh, civil rights movement, <laughs> black people preaching? And going to church, didn't want to listen to a white guy pretend who says he's got a who bit suddenly, of that black soul in him. Who suddenly, like, days after their their preacher died, he's like, his soul's in me. And they're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I imagine Jim Jones started to speak with Ebonics oh, during that. Fucking easily. Just dude. after that. Um, and around late 50s, uh, he, well, I think early, mid-50s to late 50s, he and his wife 
start adopting as many different racial kids as they fucking can. Genius. Um, they end up, I think, through all the 50s, they end up with one Native American kid, three Korean American children, one African American kid that they named Jim Jones Jr. Uh, and then they eventually Triple have J. a kid oh, of the their JJJ. own. Oh, the JJJ. Yeah, right? Uh, they have a kid of their own, and he's named Stephen Gandhi Jones. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Which one of them was named Indiana? <laughs> the Harrison Ford Jones one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, through the 1960s, he starts to blow the fuck up. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, just his whole, like, the yeah. whole movement, yeah. not even him, but the, the, the ideas that he's been talking about, you know, explode. Obviously, the civil rights movement, yeah. but, but just the collectivism, a lot of anti-war shit, because, you know, Korea. Yeah. And, and this is like just on the cusp the of like the hippies phase. It's the yeah, it's the hippies are starting and, to show up. And like so this, he's, this he's huge like, protest movement into like you have these white people that are going, Hey, you know, why the fuck are why the fuck aren't black people allowed in these areas? Why yeah, why they, do we why oh don't we God. have racial integration? And Jim Jones goes He's he's hey, already got an audience. <laughs> he's been, got a baked in he goes, audience. Hey, listen, I've been doing it for like Five years now. Yeah. I've been I've been, I've been in saying this. the same thing. You may be four years younger than me, but I've been saying the same thing since you were just uh, ten years old, kid. So he just that really just came down to the luck that the hippie movement, yeah. like that whole the the sixties were would happen. But to be fair, to be well, yeah, the sentiment to, was there. Unfortunately, to give Jim Jones an ounce of credit, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that the entire time he was preaching racial injustice that he was like, this is going to elevate me to a fucking level. Like, well, yeah, he basically yeah, he believed he, in it. Before. He cut off his, his communication with his dad for years because they weren't, because his dad was like, Racist I'm not going to cut, yeah. cut ties with the clan. And he was like, okay, cool. Then get fucked dad. Like, yeah. Okay. He, so we'll he give believed him in it. I will give him credit for that. Okay. However, put, put it on record, later Jim on, Jones gets credit yeah, by D. D is a Jim Jones sympathizer, yeah. apparently. Um, not like I think that if I'm being honest, it's really not that fucking hard to not be racist. Yeah, I, I would so agree with that. I'll sentiment. give Jim Jones credit there. He did one of the easier things <laughs> that he could have yeah. done. And he just so happened to <laughs> luck into. Yeah, into the into the exact same fucking time. Like he has this he has this anti racism sentiment and a lot of other people do at the same time. The government doesn't quite have it yet. And he goes, Hey. Already here. I'm not racist. Join my church. And people go, Well, well, well. Ooh. That's not too fucking bad. And then hippies see collectivism. Ooh, another collectivism and fucking integration sign me the fuck up baby you know that that whole like hipster thing Uh uh-huh yeah where it's like oh i liked it before it was cool they see jim jones god why does time fucking wet dream and he goes i know the beatles i've been doing it yeah (laughs) he's like i did it you know i've been doing this from before it was cool so come join me and you can be like me he's playing the fucking four chords on an acoustic guitar (laughs) and they're like holy shit and he's like yeah i knew about the four chords progression 
uh, before the Beatles did it. So yeah, I'm a big fucking deal, baby. Yeah, and then there's like some some kid with a face going ding 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 something like that. Uh, it is Indiana. Yeah, uh, but I mean, he's also a father to what he called a rainbow family. I shit you not, that's what they called their family, a rainbow family. They were like, we want to be a rainbow family, every color in the world. Props Wowza. to you, but at the same time, wow, bad approach. Yeah, he's. They're also kind of reducing their children to the colors of their skin and their ethnicity, but yeah, for uh, a marketing ploy, I believe. Yeah, which is working, <laughs> but it works. Yeah, uh, and Indiana kind of becomes so. Jim ends up fucking reading some article and like, what is it? Uh, Esquire. Um, that it talks about the safest places for for to survive in if there's a nuclear holocaust, right? So he looks at this and he goes, damn, dude, like, this is pretty wild. The first place on there, and you're going to fucking love this, is Guyana. Or actually, Re- it's Brazil. Uh, really? South America, yeah. Uh, the second place on there is Northern California because you have the Sierra Mountains to the east. And it's going to be really hard for all of that nuclear activity and bullshit to go yeah. upwind when you're north of L.A. Like, hey, I see it. not I see too it. bad. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's pretty safe having a mountain between you. Right. Um, so he he sees Brazil and he's like, OK, we've been collecting funds for a little while. I think I can make a trip down to South America. I can scope things out, maybe find us a spot, and we can just move the church out there. To survive the nuclear the, war. The very impending nuclear holocaust that Jim believes is coming. Well, yeah, a lot of religious people were like, this is end of days. Yeah. Like, And it's not so much just end of days. He's like, there's going to be a nuclear holocaust. It's not, oh, Jesus is coming back. He's like... There's going to be yeah, this is a going nuclear holocaust. Uh, so, yeah, he snags a bunch of the funds, goes down to Brazil, scopes it out, scopes out some other spots in uh, South America. Doesn't pan out. Yeah, just doesn't. Timing's yeah. not right. You know, uh, wrong place, wrong, he, wrong time. Right. So uh, he comes back and like he's down there for a while trying oh, to find everything. Yeah. Get everything set and up. he's really devoted and focused to the mission and not sipping Mai Tais on the beach anywhere. <clears throat> oh, no. Well, he doesn't drink. Uh, so Shirley Temples or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so he comes comes back and he's noticed that, you know, for some reason, a lot of the, the church's funds are missing. <laughs> and uh, we've been had. Yeah, there's there's some problems going on in Indiana. It doesn't look so great because people are like, this guy's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know about him. And he goes, okay, California is the second best place to survive this nuclear holocaust that's going to happen. We're going to move everybody to California. We're going to move away from Indiana because uh, it has nothing to do with the fact that some people are saying that I'm a fraud. Um, yeah, nothing to do with we're that. We're going to move away from Indiana. We're going to get to California where, I don't know, if you were to look at Indiana versus California, which side is going to have more progressive people? Which one's having a hippie movement that's like Indiana in masses? No. Oh, fuck yeah, you're right on the money. No, <laughs> yeah. California is blowing the fuck up. And like for him to go out there and say, hey, I'm running a Christian church and we look at my rainbow family. We like hippies. We believe in collectivism. 
Oh, it, it hits. How many times have we heard that in California? Yeah, Jesus. Um, and it fucking works. So they they pick everything up. Uh, what 140 people or so pack up and leave Indiana with him. Uh, go out west with Jim Jones and Co. Uh, and they move to a farm. Right. There's a guy who's at. It's called Tex. No <laughs> they, wait. Oh, sorry. Wrong group. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, they get out there, and um, as they're kind of moving west, Jim's sermons are shifting more and more. Not so much like I am. I've been granted these healing powers by God. Like I am a reincarnation of Jesus. I am a reincarnation mm-hmm. of Buddha. Which I mean, if you're gonna hit all the hit all, the fucking, you gotta, check yeah, all the boxes. You, you might as boxes. fucking well. Um, Is there a Krishna in there? Probably more than likely. <laughs> Um, and his whole thing is he's like, the way that I'm teaching religion is making Marxism more palatable. And people around the time are like, hey, you know, that's fair, man. Like, yo, we'll, we'll give to your cause. Um, and it kind of propels him even further. They, uh, uh, in, into the seventies and everything, uh, he gets, dude, I shit you not, he gets backed by the Black Panthers. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Black Jesus. Panthers, I don't know if you know who Harvey, Harvey Milk is. I, I've definitely read about him. Very, very famous uh, gay politician in San Francisco. I want to say mayor of Something San Francisco. Like um, he even endorses... Jim Jones like this is this is a situation where Jim is like comes off as so open-minded to just the right people and Mm -hmm. so fucking manipulative that people are like yeah you know like he is doing these correct like he's doing these great things for the civil rights movement well yeah because he's he's preaching yeah what the people are want yeah like And, and in like I don't know 15 years they're all going to roll back that endorsement uh well yeah but like you know he's saying the right stuff at the right time i you know he knows how to play a crowd he's charismatic he sees what's going on in the world and he can you know connect that he's charismatic and smart enough to connect that to his preaching to the religious aspect and he's also he's also taking so like when when they're big movements when they're like like the Black Panthers say, hey, we're going to have a, a anti-racism protest out on this road. Jim goes, hey, guess what? I'm going to show up with people of every single color, and they're all going to fully fucking believe in it, and I'm going to bust all of them there. You got 200 more people that Ooh. are going to be out there with fucking mm-hmm. picketing signs, and it's going to look great for your movement. And it does. Yeah, it, it 100% it has succeeds, an impact. It succeeds, and then because of that exposure, like the news shows up and they go, hey, what are you protesting? And he goes, hey, listen, I'm Jim Jones, and I'm with the People's Temple, and we stand for this and this and this, and it's on the TV, and more people start shifting in. California blows the People's Temple the fuck up, Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, God, it's just that time period. To have been in that area in that time period, I would love to just watch it. Yeah. You know, for, through an invisible elevator, just watch the time period. Because you get, 
It was uh, such a wild. You I get mean, all these. You get people who are just able to get on a bus with nothing but the clothes on their back, uh, walk and join a group, and are taken care of. And you know, maybe they get jobs. Maybe not. Doesn't matter because there's this like whole concept of you go and you give up your. You go and you work. For these groups, and it wasn't just it his, becomes a part of a community. But you style then thing, you join yeah. this community, and it's you know it's the hitchhiker from Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, straight up, just you you can just get there for no money. You don't need money to survive. Mm-hmm. You don't have to work. You don't have to go to school if you don't want to. And you just you're taken care of as long as you there take care go. of them. That's what it is. And then that's what it looks like from the outside. Yeah, but really- Then you learn about what's going on in the inside. Incredibly manipulated. Uh, What was the episode you did about that girl that got kidnapped? Do you remember what that one was? Patricia Hurst? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Same same kind of concept is, like, obviously with that, she was kidnapped, but, like, it's this group that initially had progressive ideas, but they're Uh, doing shit in the fucking back that's- Fucking That's terrible. Up. Yeah, yeah, season six, episode thirty-four. Patricia Hurst in the SLA. Yeah, um, yeah. So every everything is coming off as completely positive, uh, and if you don't know the final outcome and what Jim Jones ended up doing, don't Google it. Uh, then you're like, okay, yeah, like I can see where he's going with this, I guess. Um, so the downside of this seemingly progressive church is that. Everything that these members own, because it's this collectivist idea, it's going straight back to the church. Um, Mm -hmm. Labor is unpaid. And I mean, these people are working 14 hour days. They're out handing out fucking flyers. Yeah, but they love it. They're so like, but they're just so they're so jaded. No, they're like, I'm I'm giving myself in service to just like Jesus would and like. Man, they're really manipulated into yeah, thinking that this is good. Fucking, they're being played, man. Mm-hmm. Um, they're when they do end up joining, uh, they're pushed to cut contact with anyone that, oh, that sounds isn't uh, outside their fellow members. Um, I don't know exactly when this is implemented, but it gets to this point that uh, all of the members, every single member, ends up having to sign blackmail testimonials that they're child molesters um that way if that they ever later, do yeah. leave uh they'd be broke alone fucking completely ruined because they released all this stuff that says yeah i i touch kids i i fucking rape kids and shit yeah it's fucking dude, sounds like insane. scientology yeah right just waiting for it, that it, it gets for that to get all jim's jim jones right? and i mean a lot of these people they're so willing to sign these things and do these things because, like you said, they are they are led to believe. You know, why the fuck would I ever leave this? Well, why would, a lot of why it would is, I believe anything different? You know, some of it is there. It's set up as a test of faith. It's like oh, sign yeah, this paperwork. Absolutely. We'd never use yeah. it. I mean, it's exactly what obviously. he did to his wife. A, exactly. It's a sign this. We would never use it, but this is a test that you are devoted to yeah. our cause. Yeah, you should really. trust us because we're the church. You've given us everything else. Yeah. What else um, do you have to lose? And things kind of start getting weirder and weirder as time goes on from the, what, 65, I think, was when they go out to California. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I scrolled up too high. Uh, they start, like, so 
Jim starts spitting out in his sermons that he's the only heterosexual person alive. Um, Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone having sex was simply compensating for their homosexuality. Uh, <laughs> having sex with a woman is so gay. He's because women like men. Just like, he's like, you're only doing it because like you're only you're having sex. You're projecting so that you can tell everyone you had sex because you're gay. Every woman is a, a lesbian. Take. Every man is gay. And everyone except for me is what homosexual. Um, wow. If that isn't like level 10 projecting, I don't know what is. You got to realize the reason why. So the reason he kind of goes on and on about all of this is uh, he he does this so that he can start deciding who can and can't get married, who they should be marrying. Um, oh yeah, because God will tell him. Yeah. Uh, he, it, he uses, utilizes this as a way to coerce women into having abortions. Um, and it like, it's just so off the fucking wall. But at the same time, he also uses this so that he can require sexual favors from the wives of these, of all of these people, anyone that's not married. Well, you're supposed to abstain, but you know, this is okay. Uh, well, it, it doesn't count if you're having sex with God in yeah. the reincarnation of Jesus. Uh, he rapes a ton of the husbands as well. Oh, um, yeah. Doesn't sound very heterosexual to me, but I digress. Uh, hey, I'm not God, though. I'm <laughs> yeah, not God. I'm not God. Uh, and he goes on and on in his sermons about how everyone in the church is in danger. The Nazis are going to come get him. The white supremacists, the Klan, redneck vigilantes, the U.S. government is after him. He is putting fear into these people's true. hearts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and he's just utilizing it as this manipulation tactic to even further force these people to depend on him because he's like, I'm the only one that's going to be able to save you. Yeah. And, and it sounds crazy. But every time you look into groups like this, this slow, you know, increase where it seems, it, it, you know, it's it's the frog in the pot. What's yeah. that? How does that go? Uh, Do you know what a, I'm, Throwing yeah. a frog into a, an already boiling pot, they're going to hop right out. Exactly. If you put them in the water and slowly heat it up, they'll stay in there. And then they'll just be boiled. They get alive. acclimatized. That's exactly what's happening with these yeah. rules. He doesn't just one day come out and say, "I'm hetero, and now I'm control." <laughs> and you everyone, everybody else is gay, and nobody can, you know, choose who they're married to anymore. Yeah, it's, he's been, it's a slow he's been rolling this out increase. Slowly. It's yeah. a oh, you know, human sexuality. Um, for for a perfect example, um, uh, so. By, I think it's like 1972, early 70s, they have 2,500 members. Um, and this is across California and Indiana. Um, he's regularly traveling back and forth, uh, doing his whole divine healing shtick. Um, and during all of the 60s into the 70s, uh, he's doing this divine healing stuff. He's going to both of these states, going crazy with it, probably to other states as well, but these are like their two main hubs. Mm. Uh, in one event, they drug this this member. Uh, he has a cast put on her arm, and they tell her when she comes to, she's like, what the fuck happened? They're like, you fell, you hit your head, uh, and you broke your arm. We had to run you to the hospital. That's why the cast is on there. She's like, what the fuck? He goes to one of these, these places where he chess. speaks, and... He goes, come up here. 
she she share your story and she goes you know i i fell down i broke my arm passed out i don't remember anything other than waking up in the hospital and yeah i have this broken arm and he goes we're gonna remove that cast and he fucking yeah he grabs her he grabs her hand grabs her face just cracks yeah fucking (laughs) breaks her arm no just like touches her arm and he's like by the divine power of god your arm is going to be healed remove this woman's cast they take it off and her arm is just fine and people are like holy shit uh and this is like a regular thing he has members who will call other people that are looking into the church itself and they'll be like hi uh we're just doing you know local survey about uh this upcoming election do you want to answer some questions and these people are like yeah absolutely how many kids do you have what's your address uh what's this what's oh, this how do you feel about the communist movement how do you feel about reading this anymore it's hot reading um and they act like phone surveyors they ask all these really really specific questions they ask so many of them that these people don't remember every single thing that they answered um and when jim's up at the pulpit he goes you come up here and this this young man steps up and he goes listen here joshua and the guy's like whoa what What? the fuck is this and he says you know joshua davis of 42 gallagher lane and joshua's like whoa what the fuck and he goes now tell me your mother's dying of of strep throat (laughs) like like you know, your mother died two weeks ago now, didn't she? And Joshua's like, what the fuck, dude? But Joshua's been thinking about joining. Suddenly, he has a personal experience exactly. with Exactly. It's a he goes personal experience. In. That's the that's the key and it to works, get people in. It works basically every time because they're not doing this with like random people. They're doing this with people who have already done the showed. Well, it's people who have already showed interest. Yeah. People who have been at those things. They just haven't talked to Jim directly. Um, and it blows these people away and they go, holy shit, fucking sign me up, dude. I'll move to California. And then they're going to tell everybody about it. Yeah. And then more people come in. More people come in. Uh, Just like what you should do with pressure points. With pressure points. Uh, In one event, he actually heals a man of his cancer. Um, So in Indiana, he has this event and he works with this guy and he says, hey, look, you're going to cough your cancer up. I'm going to heal you of your cancer. And the guy's like, okay. And he goes, but I need it to be a visual thing, right? Uh, so he does this whole thing. This guy coughs out fucking cancer straight out of his fucking lungs. Puh! Little piece of cancer. Boop. Comes straight out. Man lives. He's cured, right? Cured, yeah. Um, a doctor finds out about this and is like, I want a sample. I want a sample of what, like, the cancer that this guy coughed up. And they go, sorry, we don't have it anymore. So the guy continues showing up. He ends up getting a sample, and they discover that it's just a fucking chicken gizzard that this dude coughed up. And more of these stories are starting to kind of slip out. Uh, This doctor is like, hey, comes out, and he's like, this is bullshit. This whole thing's a hoax. More of this is kind of, hey, you know, her arm was broken. After they, they, her arm wasn't broken. They just drugged her and faked it. Like, if you put two and two together, these things don't fucking line up. Yeah, and this was also really that time period where people started to really look into some yeah, of these religious things. they start things to kind of like, call it out. Hey, maybe this is complete bullshit and has been for hundreds and thousands of years. Yeah. Let's let's check it out a little bit more. Um, And 
it kind of it puts Jim in a pretty bad public light in Indiana. Um, even his own like the guy that it, he gives the the uh, people's temple to when he leaves is even like Jim. I know that like not all of these are true, and Jim's like you mind your own fucking business. Um, and so yeah. Uh, word gets out that, and this isn't just like, oh, you know, bad public image. Word gets out that a lot of the people that are a part of the People's Temple, a lot of the members are are gay. God forbid, right? Heavens. Um, but, but word gets out probably because of the things that Jim's teaching, and it is opening people's eyes. They're like, holy shit, like, I actually... <laughs> I think I'm fucking gay. They actually yeah. come out. There's also a lot of sexual abuse that's going on in the first place, which it's not just going to be coming from Jim. Like this no, is anybody with any yeah, level of any power level of power is going to be doing it. Um, so word kind of gets out, and Indiana is kind of seen as a wash. Uh, Jim goes, "Hey, I got to go back and focus in California. This is a much bigger operation that we've got going on out here. I'm going to leave this in the hands of somebody that's capable." The guy that's capable is like, fuck you, Jim. Like, you need to go. And so Jim grabs as many members as he can that are willing to follow. Yeah. Takes them back to California with him. Um, but it's kind of under the same scrutiny in California. Uh, a lot of people are, a lot of ex-members are starting to investigate certain things. Um, word gets out about him raping and coercing sex from members. Uh, in the same year... I think it's in 1973, uh, Jim actually gets arrested for public masturbation. Charges end up Whoa. getting dropped. Oh, yeah. hold on. I'd never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, he ended up, what was it exactly? Like, he he ends up jerking off. It doesn't have a lot of details, but uh, it's he's in the presence of an LAPD officer in public uh, in a restroom, in like a public restroom. My guess is he's just jerking off in a stall or he's jerking off outside of the stall. And LAPD sees him and they're like, <laughs> fuck no. No, he's he's definitely trying to trying to pick up some yeah. dudes from the bathroom. There, That's there straight is up a, what's there, happening. There is a chance that this this officer is it's a sting operation as well. There's a chance that this guy, this cop hears, hey, there's a guy that's jerking off in the bathroom trying to get people to fuck him. And this guy's like, Okay, I'll go in and fucking arrests him charges end up getting dropped like i said uh he doesn't face any problems but words getting out california now is like hey jim jones is a fucking problem uh his name is kind of starting to be tossed around more yeah. and more because of his history and stuff's with coming the out fbi actually watching him a little bit more previously back in the 50s because of those communist gatherings mm. um and because of all of this he has a little bit of a member drop. Mind you, a lot of the Indiana members aren't considered like part of like the whole yeah. anymore. Well, um, and you, there's a good chance many of his current members, you know, aren't really getting contact with the outside world at yeah, this point. Very, so, very true. You know, they they don't know what the fuck is going on. They just the know that happening. Hey, the police picked me up and they threw me in in jail because I was trying to get the truth out of my penis in a public yeah. restroom. Well, it's like, you know, the, the newer members are more likely to still have contact yeah. 
outside to still have a friend that they call uh-huh. and their friend says, oh, did Yo, you see this guy? You're with that Jim Jones dude, right? So the drop was probably just from newer members, yeah. I, w- I would think. Um, and yeah, he he's just like, we got to get the fuck out of here because this is going to crumble. Like he's seeing, he's seeing this big... In his eyes, beautiful thing that he's created, yeah. trying to start crumbling away, and he's like, "I got to hold on to this." He's he's about to jump off to fly. Yeah, so and he's afraid he's gonna fall and break his arm. So over the next year, uh, he goes back out to South America, um, land and surprise and surprise, land and supplies are brought in anticipation of a move to Guyana in fear of a. An oncoming government raid, which is probably fucking true. Yeah. They were going to get either, uh, they were probably going to get Wacoed. Oh, easily. Or what's the other one? Uh, Jonestown. <laughs> no, no, Wacoed. Or, I mean, yeah, no. Ah, uh, oh, fuck. There's there's Waco, Texas. Then there's, oh, Ruby? Ruby Hill? Oh, one of those. I forget. Ra- ja- it was like Jack Ruby or something. I yeah. Know. Same I don't thing. Know the details. But yeah, like they're, they're looking at like, Yo, we're going to have problems really soon here. Mind you, like, the government isn't, like, hell-bent yet. Yeah, there's not, not even really... Yeah. They're just kind of on their radar. Yeah, they're on and, their radar. I they're mean, not even Jim saying knows anything. It. So, over the course of the next six months, uh, after they've qu- acquired the land, in six months, they build a power station, they build the dorms, uh, they cut down and clear out the area, get it ready for farming, uh, kind of prep everything. And they're like, hey, you know, this will have us off the grid. We'll be in South America. We're going to be safe from the nuclear holocaust. We'll have all of this. We'll be set in stone. And in December 1974, the first group arrives in what is to become Jonestown. And that is all that I have for you guys this week. And next week's going to get fucking out of hand. And I got uh, some weird new trivia that not even you know about. Probably. With this. Probably. Um, uh, I was I was hoping. I was hoping we'd cover this topic one day. Yeah. I I was hoping to get it done in an episode. I got halfway through and was like, nah. I think that pre, pre-move to South America is an episode and then post is a yeah, good setup. Straight up. I, I think um, the the... Gravity of what is going to happen definitely deserves its own episode. Uh, I I swear to God I'll get back to Butchers of Bosnia. It is you're good. It is you're such good. a fucking hard topic to approach. Like every time I'm like I need to do it this week, and I'm just like, oh, it's it just beats me down, and I have not been in the the right place mentally nah, to go over a so fucking th- genocide. So instead, so instead, you're talking about Jim Jones. Well, the thing is, I can't tell you what this fucking article's about. I'm sure you can guess based on the fact that ESPN wrote about it. Um, but the next episode is one of like, it's just weird. Like, yeah. I'm going to talk about the actual event. I'm going to ha- talk about what happened in Jonestown, but like, I have another thing that's completely like directly linked to it that it's like, what the fuck? And that was what I was like, oh yeah, this would be kind of a goofy thing. And then it was like, I got to talk about Jonestown. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Well. Oh well. All right. I guess I'll just do a big ass episode anyway. Um, but yeah, if uh, if you guys would like some extra content every month uh, that comes out on the first day of the next month, uh, 
check we'll us out see. on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash points of pressure. Basically, search points of pressure anywhere, and it should come up to us. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're except, top. Except for Reddit. Search r slash pressure points. Oh, yeah. That'll take yeah. you to us. Uh, we have episode discussions that are pinned at the top every week. We try to post some things in there. There's been some some postings. Uh, we've, gotten, we've gotten some I've things in there. I've seen some other people post yeah. stuff, so that's go, cool. Go join it. Uh, I upload it every time I see it. Yeah, I upload it on all of my accounts as well. Yeah, all 13, yeah. Um, but yeah, check us out on Reddit. Find us on Patreon. Uh, we do an extra exclusive episode every single month. We have 30-plus Sloppy Seconds episodes on there. Um, you get merch. When you've, you do. when you've been on there for, like, what, three and six months or something? No, it depends on the tier. I don't know. But I, regardless, I think you I, get stuff. Yeah. Um, and Ober Commando and Chairperson yeah. gets merch, I believe. And AJ's working on a series called Voices I as well. I promise those will be posted. Uh, we I don't just yeah. say that for two years. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, go check it out. Uh, if you can't afford it, just create an account and sign up on the free tier. We'll have some things on there that are more exclusive for you guys. Um, check it out. You got those names? Yeah. So, of course, we've got uh, the ch- chair people. I really... We the should board. We should have changed why. the name. I always forget the board. So, we've got the board. Of course, we've got Mini D, Thomas, and Toddlewaddle. Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. We appreciate you um, so much. You, you could say that these three together are our Jim Jones. Or we're their Jim Jones. No, no, no. For everybody else, we're their Jim Jones. <laughs> But for us, there are Jim yeah, Jones. Look at that. They're look the look secret hand above the Jim Jones. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got, I lost my spot, Abby, AJ's third nut, <laughs> Kitty's, Kitty Titties. Kitty's Titties. Kitty's Titties. I think I said that last week, too. Uh, Nordic Thunder, Weston, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, G Dog, Hayden, Laravo, and Lindo. Thank you all so much for you being here, supporting us, letting us. Let us bum around, you know. Yeah, you guys are fantastic. We wouldn't be here without you. Um, we would probably be talking about this, just not on these new fancy mics that we yeah. were to get because of your support. It'd um, be a single USB mo- mic <laughs> on a lifetime yeah. table in an empty room. Yeah, uh, which also happens weekly between us. You guys just don't get the recording. Yeah, you don't get those it. ones. Uh, but yeah, we really, really do appreciate you guys' support, uh, and. You know, as always, if you guys ever have any recommendations for movies, TV shows, books, dirty magazines, clean magazines, you want to send us the friend or enzyme, just let us know. <laughs> um, uh, Mormon magazines. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I knew enzyme. If you guys uh, ever have any recommendations for like episode ideas, we've gotten a few of those. I swear to God, we'll get to them. Um, if you've sent them, uh, if you want to send memes or whatever, send it along. Uh, if you feel like jacking off on K, uh, by all means, reach out yeah, to please. us on Instagram at points of pressure. You can email us at ppdnaj at gmail.com or go to our website, pointsofpressure.com and contact us there. Also go to our fucking shop and we'll catch you guys next Monday. <laughs> <laughs>